Do you ever look around and think, wow, the world is a crazy place, and it just seems to get crazier and crazier? Ease your mind and take a break. This is Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. We're a hub for inspirational Christian sermons, practical keys for Christian living, and Christian discussions and interviews. You'll be inspired to live the life that you were created for. Your host is a top-ranking podcaster, best-selling author, world record holder, aerospace engineer, life coach, evangelist, and founder of John Gifta International. Welcome to Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. Hey God bless you all. It's such a joy for me to be with all of you today. Thank you so much for dropping by. I just want to decree and declare that God has amazing things in store for you as well. We are so grateful to God that we have a guest with us today and it's um, Elena all the way from the United States of America and we're so grateful that she's with us. Uh, she is um, a Christian content creator, she's a Christian influencer and she's also an entrepreneur and she has her own ministry where she uh, shares various things about uh, the things that the Lord has been showing her, teaching her and using that as a source of encouragement for other people all around and she's been a mighty vessel for the glory of God and we're so glad that she's with us today. Thank you so much Milena, for joining us on this episode. No, thank you, John. I'm so honored to be here with all of you guys. Thank you so much. So uh, I always believe that the best introduction a person can give is self-introduction. I gave you based on what I see from the outside, from your website and all other details. Uh, why don't you tell a little bit about yourselves? Tell us something that's um, you know unique about you, anything of that sort. Um, well, my name is Milena. I'm from Argentina. I was born in a Christian household. My whole family are pastors. My Everybody in my family is a pastor. So by naturally, I also became a, a pastor, a youth pastor. Um, and that's like my ministry. And that's what I, I work with. And it's my passion. Like since I was little, I always knew that I wanted to work with the youth. And what's better than that than doing it in social media? That The youth is in social media 24-7, right? So that's what I'm doing right now. That's so good. I mean, I remember somebody saying this, you know, Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel. So the world is sitting on social media. So that's the world for us to go and preach the gospel. So that's so good that you're doing this. Um, now, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, Christian content creators, uh, different people who make reels, maybe put song covers and so many different things. But what you do is definitely something different. Like I I've not seen many people do. Maybe there may be people who do like that, but I don't know, but I've never seen. So yours is kind of like so different and unique um, where you you bring, a, uh, you, you you know, you, you bring, I don't know, is it movie uh, scenes or lines or I don't know from where you bring them up, but then you kind of use that to solve the problem or uh, answer questions that people are having. So uh, how did you come up with this unique idea or style to uh, incorporate in your uh, social media content well to be honest with you john when i got in on tiktok um just like uh, watching tiktok as most of people do right um i got into the christian tiktok and i to be honest i didn't feel relate 
to most of the Christian content creators. And mm-hmm. I was like, if I did TikToks, I want to be true to myself and be real and transparent and make it funny. Um, because I really, I really dislike the idea of like the rest of the people when they see Christian people, it's like, oh, they're boring. They don't know how to f- have fun and this and that. And I'm like, no, I'm pretty funny. I think I'm funny. <laughs> I think I make good jokes. And that's, that's how I started. Actually, my whole TikTok started making Christian jokes. And one of them got really viral, more than 1 million views on a Christian joke. And that was like, what started the whole thing. And people know me because of it. People know me because I keep it real. I keep it transparent. I, I I joke about stuff, but I also speak a lot of truth with those jokes because I think that that's the best way to preach to the already Christians and the ones that are not Christians yet. That's so good. I when you were talking about TikTok, I mean, uh, the truth is I I didn't know about your TikTok part because I, uh, TikTok is banned in India. So, uh, but. Uh, Prior to this, I mean, I, I have seen your videos on Instagram and that's how I started knowing about the different things that you do um, after checking out your website and all of that stuff. Um, the thing is this, I mean, like, uh, I don't know about you. I also had another person on my uh, podcast called uh, Pastor Andrew F. Carter. I'm not sure. Uh, he also, uh, his videos also, you know, reach like, uh, I think like, like you said, millions of views on TikTok and that's how God's been using him in that and um, you are another person use, uh, using TikTok as the tool and um, one of the things that I um, noticed about your videos, uh, many of the videos were that it was like, you know, the typical Christian single, you know, waiting upon God for, a, you know, bringing the right person into your life and I mean, me being a Christian singer myself, I was like, oh gosh, you know what? It was like so relatable, especially the one where you spoke about, you know, like uh, change the topic, grandma. I was like, that's exactly what I do all the time. So, um, so are your videos coming from a place of like, oh, you know what? I'm, I myself, I'm anxious. I'm, I don't know what's in store. I'm, I mean, I'm as- asking God for something. So, um, you know, I'm just trying to hide my feelings and bringing this out. Or, I, or is it a reflection of, uh, guys, you know what? I'm I'm not the only one going through this. Everybody's going through this, so let's share the thing. Uh, or is it just for fun? So, what is the intention behind this? It's definitely not just for fun. I go through it all the time. Um, I'm 26 and single, <laughs> and I also struggle. And I go to like my sad days when I'm like, God, where is my 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 godly husband? And it's it's a little bit like pain and humor. And I try Mm -hmm. to also help people because maybe there are other ones that they feel like it's only them, especially at least like with girls. And they'll be like, oh, maybe I'm the only one that it's waiting for, for God's purpose, for God's promise for me, for the godly men in my life. And I'm like, no, I am here too. Like, and I try to make it as relatable and honest. I can do it uh, without giving too much information. Uh, But that's like my whole motto, like, I like to keep it real and transparent. That's the best way for people to actually relate and not feel alone with what they were like with what they're going through. Yeah, that's so true. I mean, uh, when you're talking about the aspect of being transparent and honest, I mean, that's so needed for us as Christian content creators. I mean, like, okay, I, I think, you know, like my podcast, for example, I mean, I'll be like, uh, even when I go and preach, people always say, you know, like, George, you're the most honest preacher I've ever seen. Like, in the sense that 
uh, I'm like an open book. I, I I just share things out. Like of course, you know, there's an aspect of being private, uh, private life, and all, all of that stuff. But you know, to um uh, to the most part, you know, what happens is that you know people say, John, you don't know what I'm going through. But when I share, like, okay, this is what I'm going through. This is what I'm going through. Or this is the reality of my situation. I'm still I'm able to do this. You still I'm able to have a, a an attitude of faith. That kind of puts people in that perspective. Like you know what? Uh, oh my goodness, John, you've gone through this, and still you're able to do so much. Uh, you know that is actually helping people to relate in a def- different way, right? Like, so if you just go and tell, you know, you can defeat your Goliath. I mean, like, oh come on, you don't know what I'm going through. I mean, like, put yourself in David's shoes. Then you will be able to understand what kind of feelings you've uh, had. Like, you know, the kind of uh, you know fears that could have come across, the thoughts that could have come across his mind. What if it doesn't work out? What if I'm going to be a public display of stupidity? Or like Abraham, like uh, when God calls, everybody just reads it like a storybook and says, you know, uh, God called Abraham and Abraham left. But what are the thoughts that could have come across Abraham's mind? What would uh, his friends and family members would have said? Hey, you're so stupid to leave everything and leave. So when you are able to relate with it, you are able to, uh, you know, live the Christian life in a better fashion than just live from a place of theory. So. I yeah, could totally resonate with that. Uh, uh, there is an aspect in your life when you were sharing about how you went through a moment where you were so angry with God, and um, uh, can you just share a little bit about it? And there, are, there could be people who are saying maybe they went through moments when they were angry with God, or they are in moments when they are angry with God. So, if such is the case, uh, what would you say to such people from your um, life? Well, I got mad at God for three years. And I got healed from that. I, I won that battle um, last year. Um, actually, in 2019. Sorry. 2000, 2020. 2020 on October. And on those three years, what happened is that a big situation in my life happened that I thought that God will not let that happen in my life. And I was like, God, how, how did this happen if I serve you? I've been always a Christian. I've always gone to church. I gave my tithes. I served you at church. I serve you in everything and anything possible. How did you let this happen to me? Like it could have happened to anybody, but like, why me? I did everything as I'm supposed to do. And you let that happen. And I got mad. I couldn't understand. And the process uh, was three years, but I didn't read my Bible. I didn't pray because I knew that if I did those things, God was gonna speak to me, but I didn't wanna speak with him. So I spent three years, um, just me and my thoughts, they weren't good at all. Um, And I got sadder and sadder and sadder and madder. And I got, I I, I even got like little panic panic attacks, depression. Um, My lowest, my outest thing was, on the ground um and i got really 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 bad spiritually but there was one thing that i could not um let pass and is that i always felt loved by god every single day even when i was mad and that would get me even madder i was like how am i feeling that you love me and you still let this happen like how is this happening and to be honest with you there was this moment when i got tired because the same effort we put to get closer to god is the same effort you're gonna put to go away 
because we were meant, created to be in God's presence. So the same effort to read your Bible, to pray, to serve, to do all those things is the same effort you're going to put, but to run away. And I got tired of running away. And I little I, I made a little prayer and I was like, God, I want to go back, but I'm tired. I, I don't have the strength to run like the prodigal song to the father. I need you to come and pick me up, but I want to go with you. And I felt God picking up my pieces and put them all together again. And since that moment, I haven't stopped serving him. And he had turned my life upside down in all the ways possible. That's when my whole ministry on social media started. That's when uh, on my church, they chose me and my brother to be the youth leaders. And I was like, God, I just, I, I just started my relationship with you again and you're doing all of this already and I, I I felt that everything that I went through was exactly for this moment for me to help people that went through the same things that I did and it's my job to be as relatable as I can be because there's people that feel the same way I do and they feel bad because they do because you're not supposed to feel like that and maybe because other people doesn't talk about it you feel like trash you feel like how am i gonna feel like this but if you hear someone else say i was mad at god too but this happened god came and picked me up god still chooses me he still chooses you the best thing is that god has time he has patience for you to heal for you to go through your process for you to understand for you to feel it all he has time. He's going to let it happen for you to come. But you're going to come to him. But he's waiting with his open arms waiting for you. And that's what happened. What happened to me. He was waiting for me. That's so good. I mean, um, like when you were talking about moments when you felt angry with God. I mean, I, I think for me, uh, you know, there are two things. The first thing is that uh, I think there were two two seasons in my life. Not seasons to be exact. Like uh, uh, each of the times were like two weeks actually. So is when when I was uh, probably 17 years of age and once when I was 18 years of age. I think that was when I was um, I got kind of like angry with God for like I think two weeks. And when I look back, <clears throat> those two weeks were like the most. Uh, horrible moments of my life ever like I mean I, I when I look back I'm like oh my goodness um, I felt I never felt so um, you know like terrible and horrible than ever before like so that that was something so different uh, so I know what it means to be in that moment when you're actually like angry with God and you don't want to talk to him and you know that he's there but you don't want to do it uh, so, um, in fact, uh, so I, I, I saw how everything I did, you know, like the scripture says, you know, when God was with Joseph, everything he did was prospering for me. When you're angry with God, what I noticed was everything was just going the opposite. So that's that was like, I mean, like, OK, fine, whatever, however angry I am, I'm not going to, you know, get angry with God. So I, I, I went to that mode. But the thing is, um, what I understood is now, I mean, there are moments you may be upset with God, like I, I do. But what I do is like this, you know, you know, the uh, we have this, uh, like you said, 
people say you should you're not supposed to get angry with god you're not supposed to you should always be on cloud nine but you know um th- that's where you realize god is not looking for a diplomatic relationship with you but he's looking for an intimate relationship with you so diplomatic relationship is you know what i don't care about how you feel i don't care how uh, your emotions are i don't care about all of that but i want you to get the job done you know like a the, the di- relationship between a boss and an employee or you know the, the relationship between two uh you know world leaders uh they may be enemies but they'll be like acting like you know diplomatic in front of each other right so that's diplomatic relationship but god is not looking for that kind of a diplomatic relationship where you just put your you know like this picture that everything is fine but he wants you to be open with him transparent with him open uh, and have an intimate relationship where like Uh, and that's the sign like when you go through ups and downs that's the sign that your relationship is with god is actually an intimate relationship and not just a diplomatic so if it's diplomatic it's like i don't care how i feel i'm just going to sit and read the bible for the sake of you know getting my spiritual checklist done but not because you actually have the relationship with god so when you were talking about that moment i i think a lot of people need to understand that it's okay to go through seasons like that but don't stay there <laughs> So um we you yeah. yeah yeah say you're saying something Um yeah I totally agree with what you're saying and like the bible says that we are the bride right and like what marriages are perfect the exactly. married people they fight <laughs> they <laughs> fight but they make out after everything gets happy after and you learn and you grow in that relationship I think that those things are the things that make us grow in our relationship with God because right now my relationship with God is way better than 3 years ago. Mm. And if I had to go through everything again to be where I am now, I will go through it again. Wow, I will go through it again because it's worth it. Mm. It's worth it. And as you said, you can be mad at God but that that period of of being mad cannot be greater than the trust you have in God and the love you have for God. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because I was mad, but I I said, "Okay, I'm mad, but I don't stop loving you." <laughs> and that was even that was even harder cuz I, I was like, "How do I still love you and I am mad?" And I mm-hmm. understood that. Like I feel God saying this is a relationship. Mm-hmm. We are married. We don't stop loving each other. But I'm molding you to be my perfect wife, my perfect bride. And there are things that you have to fix and you may not like, but I'm going to stay here, be with you all the way, all the process to go through the pain with you until you become that perfect wife for me, you know? And it's a relationship. And in relationships you fight but after the fight the relationships it's it's stronger and stronger you know i think that when we go through those things is that you realize that you have a relationship with god mm. as you said a intimate relationship not a diplomatic relationship i never heard of that it's really good it's a really good explanation <laughs> okay so uh, you were also talking about the moments when you went through um, like betrayal and hurt uh because of friends or church folks who did that to you um and uh can you tell a little bit about that and how did you deal with that how did you overcome that um 
God, literally, because <laughs> the people, the people that that hurt me and betrayed me, were Christians. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the worst, because like when when people that are not Christian betray you, you kind of like expect, because like okay, you're having a non-Christian behavior, you know. Mm-hmm. But when it's a Christian, then you're like, but that's not how a Christian should behave, you know. But we also forget that Christians, we are just humans uh, too. We are just hurt people, unperfect mm-hmm. people, that we all need Jesus. There is no saint. You can be a pastor, an apostle, a bishop, whatever, and you're not saint. You're not perfect. You, we all have sins. We all have things to fix. And Jesus is working on us every single second, you know? And I think that, um, of course, at first it hurts. It's bad. I don't want those people in my life again. Cause like when you, when you forget, doesn't, when you forgive, doesn't mean that you have to accept those people in your life. At least that's how I believe it. Um, because they, they broke that trust. And when, since when you broke, when you break the trust, it's hard to build it up. Um, but I think that when you understand that they need Jesus as you also need Jesus and they are imperfect people as you are also imperfect people, And like, maybe I hurt people and I don't even know. And those people are hurt because I did. And maybe I don't know, you know? Um, and I, I think that, but that's that's a process that only God, because I know that there's, there's betrayals that hurt a lot. And maybe it's from a loved one. In my case, it was pastors. Um, um, and I, I was just like that, God, I go to church because of you. I don't go out to church because of the pastor of the word from that church. I go because of you, because I want to worship you, because I want to serve you. And the pastor that is preaching, still a human being. He's still mm-hmm. an unperfect human being that makes mistakes. And one day, just like I'll, I, I'll do, I'll go to heaven and you're gonna judge me, me and the pastor and anybody else and everybody. So we'll all have we'll all have that moment. So why would I just like you know waste my time having a uh, conflict with somebody that um, maybe it was God's process in my life too? Because nothing happens if God doesn't allow it. Nothing happens. He's sovereign. He's Almighty. Nothing happens if God doesn't allow it. So um, I also went through. I mean, see, for me, it's like this. I'm um, ever since I was young, people used to put me down, and you know, like. I, I, it affected me in terms of my identity, but uh, I want to talk about that in a little uh, later. But uh, there was an uh, there were moments when I realized like there were uh, people who were just taking advantage of me, you know, like playing up uh, and stuff like that. Uh, uh, and and I think uh, it was in 2019 uh, when I had something that happened, like a few people whom I trusted, whom I thought were like my friends, and then I realized like you know it was all about taking advantage, and then just you know like dump me kind of thing uh it went to a place uh and the series of events that happened that went took me to a place where uh i was so broken i was so hurt to the fact that like you know what uh, i'm not gonna trust people anymore like you know you get what i'm saying you get to a place like uh you don't want to trust anybody right now um and and um, it went to a place i mean like anytime um it would affect in so many different ways and in spite of all of that like uh in in fact 
to hide those feelings is when i started getting myself committed into too many things in my ministry and my work and all of these different things that i do uh so just so that i, I i'm not you know uh out there like you know just nursing my wounds so uh it, it's it's been a long process and to be honest like even now i mean uh, in the back of my mind anybody i talk to even now it's always that you know what happened in the past may happen again what happened so don't trust anybody 100% don't trust so uh do you uh, have the similar kind of a thing where you find it hard to trust people anymore uh if so how do you learn to start trusting them again um Well, I read this really good book and I wish I could tell people about it cuz it's in Portuguese. I I read in Portuguese so. Okay. And it explains it explains uh the different kind of friendships that we can have and mm. it uses uh Jesus as an example. So he's always the best example for everything. So let's just say this. Jesus had 12 disciples, right? Yeah. Perfect. So the things that he spoke to the 12 is one thing. But then he had three. Yeah. Okay. He only showed the transfiguration to those three. So the mm. level of confidence, the level of of secrecy, the level of information that Jesus um gave those three is not the same to the all 12. Mhm. Okay? But Jesus showed the apocalypse to only one, to mm. John. So I think that people have to win your trust and they can be in the disciple level friendship in the three um disciples friendship and then in John's type of friendship mm. you know and it's not your job to put them in those places it's their job to show you they deserve to be in those places you wow. know Okay. So it's it's the level of like okay I'll give this person this information and let's see if he doesn't go and tell the whole church. And mm-hmm. okay, I did and he didn't. Okay, maybe he deserves to be put in in a little bit in in the in the other level, you know. Um can can those people go like up and down from those level? Yes, they can. Because it's their job. They decide to be in the John mm-hmm. level friendship. or in the 12 disciple type of friendship, you know? Wow. But for example, there were also disciples that followed Jesus, heard Jesus, but they were not part of the 12 disciples. So you can also have friendships that you hang out with, that you have fun with, but they don't mm. know your dreams. They don't know your struggles. They don't know, you know what I mean? Cuz like those yeah. things we have to tell to people that are in the same spiritual level that we are so they can actually help us that's another mm-hmm. thing that i learned why would i go it's so important to learn and and discern the spiritual level the other person is because if it is lower than yours and you go and tell them your problems if if i'm the one receiving those i'll be like oh my gosh like This person is in a whole different level spiritually than me and he's going through this. You know? Like mm-hmm. I'll be kind of scared. So we have to be wise to with who we share our problems, our questions, our doubts, our struggles um because we don't know if we can like scare the other person too, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and we actually need someone that can help us. because 
why would you just like waste time telling like yeah i'm going through this 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 and that for the other person to be like okay man we can pray about it and that's it no like you need word of encouragement you need a, a verse you need someone that prays for you someone that is accountable and but that person has to win that spot mm. has to show you with action with words that they deserve to be in that spot that's so true that's so true i i really like that analogy that you just shared about i think i come across this before but i totally forgot about this but yeah it's so true i mean uh, uh, i think about a week or two ago the lord was telling me see the problem with you saying i don't want to trust anybody is that you trusted everybody so it's time you 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 learn to trust the right people and do not trust the wrong people like you need that element of uh, yeah discernment that needs to uh, come into the place as well um you were also uh, yeah so coming back to this aspect of betrayal now um for me uh for somebody who already struggled with you know like identity because of all the different things that i went through like people used to uh say all sorts of stuff put me down for my color for put me down for different things you know the way i look or the target and all the different things so it, it it really affected me so when people did this you know or do this uh it 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 kind of accelerated that you know sense of identity crisis you know like kind of like because of you not being good enough that's why uh you know people do this to you and stuff like that so did you face um you know a backlash in terms of um you know like your identity crisis or something like that when you went through all this uh hurt and betrayal oh definitely yes during those three years i think that um i didn't know who i was or even what i liked because i started hanging with oh people gosh. um that it didn't reflect what i am what i believe what i'm my behavior what i want in my life it didn't reflect that and it made me like change the way i dress the way i spoke the the music i heard um of course i was on on those three years i, I was i was lost i, I was lost because i wanted to be lost okay I, i wasn't lost because i got lost no i wanted to be lost i didn't want to go with god i didn't want to look for him um and yes i didn't have an, an an identity crisis but i also always had that um like that voice in the back of my mind the holy spirit saying like this is not who you are mm-hmm. this is not how 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 you always um the clothes you you always wore this is not how you talk this is not how you behave um i think that you will you will always go back you will always go back because i think that unfortunately us humans we only um realize what we have until we lose it right mm-hmm. it's not that we lose the peace that we have is that we say like oh i wish i had peace or it's, it's not until we, we lose the joy the the relationship with god or, or stuff like that, that that we realize how important it was and mm-hmm. i think that we all go in some point that um identity crisis because we are forming that that identity you know you know that they think the 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 scientists say that the teenagers at the, at that time they are developing their their personality their identity mm-hmm. and stuff like that well i think that there is a time a spiritual year a spiritual mm-hmm. season we all go we go through that puberty you know 
um, so we can realize our identity on Christ. What are we meant for? Why was why was I born? What is my purpose? And you will only know that if you know your identity. You know why God. You know. I think I lost you for a minute. Are you back? Yes. I lost oh, you okay. Too, okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, you're done. Uh, or anything else you yes, want? Yes. Oh, oh. Okay. Okay. So yeah, when you're talking about this aspect of identity, I mean, um, uh, like you said, everything comes down to under, unless you know who you are, you're not. You'll definitely not be able to know your purpose and all of that. Like. um it was like hitting two uh, birds with the same stone it's like because uh, my first book is on identity and my second book is on finding your purpose so um one of the uh, lines that i always say in my uh, book is this you know uh for example i mean i i come from the aerospace domain okay i'm an aerospace engineer so uh yeah they don't create an aircraft product and keep it and then look for somebody to buy it uh so first they look into the market they see what are the different requirements in the market and then they come with a specification and they they go to the uh a market and then they say okay this is the product that we are planning to manufacture and then they see if they get a threshold number of orders and only if they do that they go into the manufacture stage uh they don't want to create it and then see if the, anybody wants to buy it they create it only if there is a need for it in the market they don't want to waste it so uh so if they put so much thought before creating uh, an aircraft product how much more thought do you think god would have put before he created you so you're not a created being trying to find some purpose in life but you're created because there's a purpose for you in this world there is you god has created you because uh you know he needs you in the market that is the world sphere for the expansion of his kingdom so when you look at it in that perspective that 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 is what really helped me in terms of dealing with this um identity issue like you know when you know okay fine people can treat you wrong they can do all those things but then you know your identity does not come from them it comes from uh the fact that god created you if you are not valuable god wouldn't have created you if you didn't have a reason i mean or meaning in on planet earth you wouldn't have done that so um it's just like taking pieces of a puzzle you know it, only the right puzzle will get attached to the next the right piece will get attached to the right piece so um you know in anything that does not align with what god has in store for you is not going to be uh, attached it, it can be people who hurt you who do all those things uh and but 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 the process is kind of like how do i say this it it's not like the way people think it's it's not like you know today people hurt you they expect you to be uh, you know like completely over it by tomorrow it doesn't work that way it takes time it takes process and uh, as you were saying i was also reminded of you know trusting the right people because people may be in different levels uh, i was reminded so sometimes when i you know like i, I face a lot of challenges uh even in running the ministry and all of these things so sometimes when you tell some people they could probably say hey everybody goes through problems right like literally that's what people might say but i was reminded of how see um joseph what he went through was unique in comparison to what his brothers and others went through like yeah. what, so if you were to go and preach to joseph saying everybody goes through problems it's going to be like hey you don't know what i'm going through i mean my brothers are enjoying at home but i'm here suffering in uh, something unfair uh, david went through something that was um, very specific like other brothers were just living normal life so uh, but the thing is 
uh, when um, we understand that you know certain people go through something that's far beyond what others go through so so you have to uh, understand in that perspective and according to that that's where you need the holy spirit you need the discernment you need the uh, wisdom of god upon this uh, path as well so um, how long did this process take for you i, I for me I, i don't know i think it's been many years so how long do you think is has been the process for you in 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 getting the healing in getting the healing i think it's every single day you heal a little more i think that wow. uh, it's a process people think that um there this one day that you're going to be totally healed um mm. i believe in the process you heal a little bit every single day every mm. single day and as just as you were saying with like identity identity crisis and that you gave the example of products mm. um and if people that are listening listening you have an identity crisis ask the creator why mm. you were Sure. Ask the one that created you, why did you create me? Why am I here? Read the manual. He mm. gave you the manual. You have a manual. Just like just like any other creation that has a manual, how to operate, how to use it, how to clean it, how how to everything, how to fix it, we also have a manual. A manual that tell us how we can fix our problems, how can we heal, how can we worship? how can we do every single thing every single question that we have it's on the bible it's mm. our and the best thing it never gets old because every single day you can read the same verse for years this every day and it will speak to you differently every single day because the bible is it's alive is the word of god is the word of your creator so and this happened to me because i've been praying my whole life actually i'm 26 so imagine my whole life for god to show me what's my purpose mm. what's my purpose but the thing is like when we ask what's my purpose god has to reveal it to you god has to show you god has to mold you for that purpose mm. and i realize um well I, i didn't realize um god made me realize that i went through all this process that i went through not only we like being betrayed in church and being mad at god but like my past relationships like every single thing that my purpose is to help people not only the ones that are lost but the ones that are hurt in our church in church because there's so many christians hurt and they and they feel bad because they're hurt because they shouldn't feel hurt because they have Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's the worst part. They feel that they shouldn't be hurt. They shouldn't feel bad, they shouldn't have problems, they shouldn't have depression, anxiety, panic attacks, sadness, loneliness. And 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 hey, those things happen. Those things happen. And we need someone there that say, "Hey, I went through the same thing, but Jesus was there for me." And not only Jesus is with you now, but I'm here too. I went through it. I won that battle and I'm going to help you win that battle too. You know? And and it made me realize what my purpose. So after 26 years <laughs> of life, I can say I realized maybe for you it takes less than 26 years or more than 26 years, but one day it will come. One day it will come. 
and you will just like I did. I was driving, I was doing errands, and like God, like I felt God saying, like this is what you were born for. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I started crying, and I was like, I can't believe I just, I, I know my purpose. Like I know what I was, what I'm born for. You know, and that was just like so clear to me. And I've been asking God for so many years. Why was I born? Why did you brought me to the world? Like you could have bring brought any other person, but you brought me. You thought of me. You created me, just like you said. You created me for for what? For what? You know. And we He created us so unique um, to relate to different people. Because there's also people that maybe I talk to and they don't relate. They don't relate at all. And I'm like, okay, maybe I wasn't supposed to speak to you. Maybe someone else. But at least I try. Mm. At least I try, you know. And and yeah, that 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 will be the thing. It's a healing. It's a little healing every single day. I heal a little every single day more, until one day I'll be entirely healed. But maybe I'll go through another process, and the healing will start all over again, you know. I think that it's a healing process every single day until the day that Jesus comes back. That's so good. I mean, like we always have this thing, like, oh, you're supposed to get healed, you're supposed to get over stuff. Uh, but um, I, I don't know. I, have you heard of this uh, singer called Holly Star? Uh, she's from the United States as well. So uh, she has released many songs. So. Uh, she was on uh, the podcast when uh, I was asking her about this part. Like she went through a lot of identity crisis, and she ended up writing uh, one of her hit songs on uh, uh, "Through My Father's Eyes." And she was saying that, um, you know, um, it's not like uh, people say, "Okay, fine, now that you've written the song, you're not supposed to have this identity crisis at all." But she was saying that no, even now she goes through a season where she has to keep that accountability with. Uh, I think with her husband, and she uh, keeps that you know a process still going on and on and on and on. So when you were saying that it's it's not like okay fine I'm done with this happened five years ago I'm done with it's it's not like that it's it's a process. You sometimes you uncover things that you never even remembered. Like okay fine oh my goodness I went through this and this was the thought process at that point of time. So it's like you said you know the way we say you know i uh, like the apostle paul was saying i die daily to the flesh so we have to actually you know die daily to the things of the past you have to die daily to uh, all those challenges and those hurts as well so what is your message to the body of christ um in the season or is there a specific word for the body of christ that god's been putting in your spirit um yeah right now it will be be honest be honest be honest be honest honest with yourself and with god because Mm -hmm. we live in a society especially with social media that is everything is so fake and it's so easy to showcase a perfect life christian life a perfect ministry life a perfect everything but when we go to our our um our dorms or our the or four walls that nobody sees us, we're broken. We have questions, we have doubts. And sometimes we are so caught up on being perfect and and showing this perfect Christianity that we even fake it with God, Mm -hmm. you know? And I will say, be honest, be honest, be honest with yourself, be honest with God 
because I realized with everything that I went through that God doesn't want me to pray a beautiful, like poem prayer. He wants me to pray our honest prayer. He wants me to pray, God, I am tired. I can't do this anymore. I need your help. He doesn't need me to say like, yeah, God, I have it all figured out. Like, thanks for being here, but I got it, God. Like, I don't need help. And maybe you're just dying inside, asking for help, but you're not, you're not doing it. And humans right now, and even after the pandemic, I think that we all got like on a social, you know, anti-social a little bit. And like, my life is perfect. I can do everything. I don't need help. And I don't need other human beings by my side. And we get a little bit like that with God. We get so much caught up on the, I can do it all. Then we forget that we cannot do it all. That we need Jesus to do everything, even to breathe, even to get up from bed. There are some times that if it's not Jesus, I will stay in bed every single day. <laughs> I'll be like, God, if you don't make me get up from this bed, I'll spend time the entire day here. Um, that just awesome. reminded me of your reel where you said, you know, you don't need Jesus just to go to heaven. You need Jesus even to go to Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, it's a, it's a supermarket here. Uh, but yeah, it's it's being honest. And I realized after after my, 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 my process with God, because I realized that I was a fake Christian. Mm-hmm. I was a fake Christian before this process. And I realized that the people that was around me, the people that heard me were also fake Christians because they will portray stuff outside for people to see, for people to say like, oh my gosh, there's such a good Christian and stuff like that. But look what they did to me. First, I realized that they were fake. And then I realized that I was fake because I was also showcasing that I'm this perfect person. But in the inside, I had my doubts my sin, my problems, and and everything I had inside until God humbled me and said, like, you need me even for breathing. You need me. You need me for everything. Without me, you're nothing. And he said it with so much love. And I understood. And I was like, God, I cannot fake it with you. I can use filters on Instagram. I can... Photoshop my pictures, my videos, but that doesn't work with God. Because God can see our hearts. God can see our hearts, but He wants us to be honest. Because as you were speaking, relationships only work if we are honest with the other person. Because if we're not, then we're living in a lying relationship. We are constantly lying in the relationship with God. And He wants an honest relationship. And it, we have to start having that honest relationship with God. Yeah, that's the only way that it will grow, if we are honest. That's so good. That's so good. Thank you. Um, what is your um, message or, I mean, would you like to share towards this podcast, ministry, uh, anything specific you'd like to share? Towards? That it keeps growing because I think that it's beautiful what you're doing. I think it's amazing. It was such a blessing for me to be here. And I, I, I believe that God will use this podcast to to every single person that need it. And don't don't feel bad for the numbers or people mm-hmm. that watch it. Because the right people that need it 
will hear it and it will get to them. Cause that's what I have, uh, God also always spoke to me and he said, don't, don't worry about the numbers. Mm. That's when I started like the whole social media because I saw like other creators having millions and hundreds and this and that. And like my video, I put like so much effort and it was like a God, like a word of God and stuff like that. And I wouldn't see the numbers, but then, um, Maybe one person texted me and DM me saying like, this blessed me today. I needed to hear this. And God spoke to me saying, you made that video for that one person. Wow. For that one person that needed it. So this whole podcast, this and every single other podcast will get to the right person. And God is using you and is using this podcast for greater things. For greater things. Thank you. I mean, this was kind of like exact what I was having a conversation with my brother yesterday. I was saying uh, exactly. I mean, I was in that kind of a pinnacle of a moment when I was talking to um, him about the numbers part. And the last three days on consecutive basis, God has been using like random people to come and say how the message that I sent for the day was the exact for the moment. And and, uh, some of them were Christians, uh, a lot of non-believers uh, also follow my content, so I'm able to reach a lot of people of other faiths. So, and uh, there were people of other faiths uh, also in one or two occasions, uh, even in the last few days alone, who said how this was exact for them and this helped them. And I was like, wow. So, yeah, like like you said, even if it's just one, I mean, like like uh, I think God and Abraham were having the conversation, right? Even if it's just a one person, he would still not destroy the city it's, it's kind of like you know even for that one person maybe god makes the whole thing planned out so and that's i can give you i can i can give you examples i can give you examples from that from the bible mm-hmm. remember that jesus he was on his way i don't remember to which city but he just stopped for a second on a fountain mm-hmm. for only one woman oh uh, yeah the samaritan lady in one john woman. 4 and he went and spoke to that one woman and left mm. and that woman was the one that spread the word but he yes. went only for that woman another example is when he went and traveled oh, the whole the, the whole ocean okay to this mm. other city only to heal the crazy man that had demons that that jesus put those demons in the in the ports mark chapter five he only saved that one person because the mm. people around there got so scary that said like, hey, leave this city. We don't want you here. <laughs> but Jesus went through all that trouble to all that to save that one person. Because we, we, we get caught up on numbers, but that one person on heaven, there is a party, a whole mm-hmm. party for that one person that got saved, that one person that came back to Christ that one person and that is so amazing that's so good that's so true uh how can people connect with you if they would like to of course oh well you can contact me on instagram it's hey milena here i try to answer as many dms i get okay i i answer to everybody i love talking to people i love helping them because i was there too and I, I had just a few people, my mom, to help me through my whole process. So I know how it feels to to maybe have nobody or just have one person and you need that extra accountability. 
I'm here for you, more than happy to help. You can um, contact me on Instagram. That's so good. I, 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 anyway, I'll be putting the links. I already put the link to, I think your Linktree kind of link. So I'll also put the other links to direct links to Instagram Perfect. and your website. And, and, and I also think, I think you, you're a blogger or a painter, painter, uh, I, I do both. I, I do have a vlog, so I I post there the words that God gives me, but I also mm -hmm. paint and I paint uh, and I believe it's uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit. All of my paintings uh, mean something very, very powerful, uh, maybe a process I went through or maybe a feeling, a vision I had that God gives me the meaning behind it and I paint it. So. Um, wow. It's a little bit of both because I like people. I, I I sell them online and I tell them, hey, I want you every time you see this 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 painting in your in your house, to remember the meaning and for it to give you encouragement and to trust God to be faithful and keep trusting, you know. So it's just a little a little more a little plus on our on our walk with God. I have them all here, so I cannot miss them. I have them there. Wow okay but i i did saw uh, i did see some of them and uh, they were so good and uh yeah uh, if somebody wants to buy it from india or anywhere around the world like will they be able to do it or is it only restricted to those and no no States? no they can they can yes i i chose a platform that it's it's around the world so if they can yeah that would be awesome <laughs> i'll be honored i'll be honored <laughs> awesome awesome so guys i encourage you to check out our content i mean of course if you have tiktok i know there are people who watch and listen around the world so tiktok is also a place where you can check out our content instagram is where i saw your content and i'm sure you're going to be out on youtube soon of course this will be uh, uh, do you have your own youtube channel no yeah no yeah i really have to okay, work maybe on this it. is going to be the first time you're appearing on youtube so as well so youtube and um, our website and all of the details are all in the description go and check it after the program okay not now so uh do that as well so uh, one final fun question before we almost go to the end of this um yeah as i was saying i I saw your, uh, you know, your acting skills, and even now, in between, you are showing all of that stuff. So, if you could be a, um, you could play a role in any of the Disney shows. I mean, see, I don't know all the all the stuff, but I maybe do. A, I, I like a lot of Disney programming. So, who would you like to act as? And uh, I would love to be more like. Uh, I, I didn't get you. Say it again. I would love to be Mulan. The, the the Asian princess that goes to war on on her father's place and so on. amazing okay. I love that movie it's one of my favorite Disney movies <laughs> okay what what's the name of the movie again Mulan oh okay no it's it kind of sounded like your name is like uh, Milan your name is Milana and you're saying <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> that's so good and and one more question do you like Scooby Doo I do like Scooby-Doo. Who doesn't? I used to watch oh, it yeah. every, single, every single day when I was a kid. That's so good. That's so good. I, I, I don't know about you. Like I, I'm a full-fledged Scooby fan. I, I'm also a world record holder in Scooby <laughs> collection and stuff like that. Wow. So, so awesome. Scooby-Doo is one of the unique aspects about my, my life and my ministry. Like 
I make all these Scooby-Doo uh, voiceovers and videos and then I use that as one of the unique ways I reach people as wow, well. So that's so good. That's, that, that's why when I was asking you the first question about, you know, how your, your gift is so unique, you know, it, it's what is different about you that can actually make the difference. You know, like a lot of people want to be like everybody else, but, you know, if you can be unique follow what god called you that that's what really makes the difference as well so anyway so thank you so much once again for joining us today and uh, uh, right now uh, if there's something that you would like me to pray for you uh, do share and i can pray uh, for you i'll pray for you first uh, after which i encourage you to pray for uh, all of us and close the thing so if there's yes. something of course to to god to show me the path <laughs> show me the right path because <laughs> i um, i have a lot of, of things i have to solve and i need clarity of what i what i need to do <laughs> okay okay sure i'll do that lord i thank you for this opportunity thank you for this time that you've given to us oh god lord we thank you for all that we discussed and we pray that all of these things will make a great impact for all those who are listening and watching and uh, Lord, even now we pray for Melina, even now, um, Lord, we thank you. You have shown her the path thus far. The Bible says, thy word is a lamp unto your feet. It's it's not going to give you the uh, su sunlight kind of a light, which gives you the full light, but it's the lamp unto your feet. It gives you direction every step along the way. And God, I thank you because you are directing her steps. I thank you because you are leading her in this and we know that you're going to take her to the place that she needs to go, oh God. Uh, like as as uh, I'm just praying, I saw I saw like a vision, like there's there's some kind of a light uh, on your feet. Like it's it's like that the same vision of that verse, uh, and and it's it's directing you. You don't know you're in perfect darkness, but you don't know. But you're just walking little by little, and it's directing you to towards another door that God is leading you to. So. God, I, I release this word over her that she will experience your direction. She will experience your leading and guidance. And God, we pray and I that and, and even our um, uh, videos and uh, all the different endeavors in the ministry or paintings or blogs. Lord, let all of that, you know, come forth and make a great impact for your kingdom uh, all around the world. Oh God, Lord, we thank you for her life, her ministry, her family and all those involved and the way you directed her steps thus far. We know that you have great things in store for her as well. We give you the glory, honor and praise in Jesus name. Amen and amen. 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 So if you can just uh, lead us in a time of prayer. Of course. Thank you so much, Lord. Thank you so much for this time that we've had. I bless Lord John's life. Thank you, Lord, for having um, put this dream on him, this this purpose, this project um, of this podcast and all the ministry that he does. Thank you, Lord, for using him. And I, I ask you, Lord, to give him more wisdom more dreams lord in the name of jesus i pray for him to see you every single day working in his favor lord lord i ask you for everybody that is listening um to this podcast that they may feel the presence of the holy spirit with them every single minute not only this podcast but every single podcast lord that john will bring that they will feel the holy spirit with them that they will feel lord the love unconditional you have for them lord thank you thank you lord
because I know that these podcasts will get to those people that need it. That you're going to make, I don't know how you're going to do it, but I know that you're going to make this podcast get to those people that need it, Lord. Because you're using this ministry to get to those that are lost, to those that are hurt. Thank you, Lord, so, so, so much. Because you have brought us together, Lord, even in different different timelines and different countries but you brought us all together to speak about you lord and to give you all the glory all the honor in the name of jesus i pray amen amen and amen thank you so much once again for joining and thank you so much everybody for joining i put all the links uh for millennials details in the description you can probably check them out and uh, also encourage you to check out my daily podcast by the grace of god they're doing really well by the grace of god uh, available on over 50 60 platforms you can check them out feel for the soul with john gift a daily podcast you can uh, uh, i'm currently doing a series on finding your gifts and talents so I, if you are interested in that you can probably check them out uh, uh, there's also the other details available if you're if you're listening to this as a podcast i encourage you to check out my youtube channel for the live stream and all other different things that are going on um and i'm so grateful for all that's happening all details are in the description the website my other podcasts and all other things are available so check them out i'm sure it'll be a great blessing to you uh before we leave i just want uh, you guys to just take a few minutes and i want to ask you this question you know, if your heart stops beating now, do you know where you're going? Um, this is not a message of condemnation. This is not a message of uh, conversion. This is a message of hope. Uh, because I want you guys to understand that the God we were speaking about, the principles that we taught you and shared earlier, you know, those are all really good. They, they can help you live a good Christian life. But the most important thing I want to ask you is, you know, if your heart stops beating now, if you came face to face with death now, do you know where you're going? I encourage each one of you to, you know, make this simple step of faith and this commitment to say, God, I give my life into your hands because God so loved you that he sent his only son, Jesus, to die on the cross for you. So today I tell you that he took your place and my place, our sins upon the cross, that you and I can have the assurance of overcoming sin, of neglecting hell, having eternal life, going to heaven, and it's going to make a great difference in your life. So if you can make one simple commitment, I encourage each one of you to do that. If you're not done so, or if you want to rededicate your life, I encourage you to do that. And just say, Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross for me. And I thank you for giving me this gift of eternal life. And I pray that you will cleanse me and I pray that you will direct my steps and I pray that you will help me live the life that you created me for. I thank you and I give you my life into your hands. Lead me and guide me. In Jesus' name I pray. See, it's not about the prayer that makes a difference. It's it's your the position of your heart. I encourage you to just go to that place where you want to grow closer to God, spend as much as time possible with Him on a regular basis, read the Word, go to a good church and get yourself booked into the right content and uh, here we have two content creators you can follow us as well so you know do that and i'm sure that your life will never be the same for the better mm -hmm. thank you so much for joining and i will see you back next time god bless you
You've been listening to Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. We hope you were blessed and inspired to live the life that God has for you. Make sure to subscribe to the John Gifta YouTube channel for regular uploads of sermons, skits, interviews, and more. Follow John Gifta on Instagram for regular inspirational posts. And don't forget to check out the best-selling books written by John Gifta. Who Am I?, which will help you understand your identity, and the latest number one bestseller, Unveil Your Purpose, helping you discover your purpose and to start walking in it. Make sure to leave a rating and review, and be sure to share it with your friends and loved ones. If you'd like to donate, you can find the PayPal link in the description. And if you'd like to invite John Gifta to speak at your event or to get more details, go to the website at www.johngifta.com. See you on the next episode of The Fuel for the Soul with John Gifta. God bless you. If your heart stops beating now, do you know where you're going? If you came face to face with death now, do you know where you're going? And this is not a message of condemnation. This is a message of hope. There is a God who loves you so much. He sent His only Son, Jesus Christ, to come down and pay a heavy price by shedding every drop of His blood on the cross. Thank you for dying for my sins. When you believe in Him, you have free gift of salvation for you. That assures us that we will go to heaven when we die, instead of suffering in hell forever. I just encourage you today to make the simple step of faith and say, Jesus, I thank you for what you did on the cross. Thank you for giving me this gift of eternal life.